Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. It's time for our feature called Hashtag Ask an Expert. And yes, our expert is here. Her name is Coach K. That's Quincy Mulope on Radio 2000. And uh, she came all the way to assist Sharon, who wrote an email to us saying, Hi, Ndombi, my name is Sharon. I am preparing for a corporate interview late in the month of November. Is it possible to get an expert who can prepare me for what to expect and what not to do in the room? I'm, I have not attended an interview in about five years and I'm extremely nervous. I don't know what to expect. Coach K, this is where you come in. (laughs) Nerves are perfectly normal, right? Especially um, when preparing for an interview. Sharon hasn't uh, attended an interview in about five years. So what should Sharon typically expect from the interview based on what she has told us in the letter? Well, firstly, thank you so much for having me. And I'm really excited to actually help Sharon, especially since she hasn't been to an interview in five years. Right. So the thing about Sharon is that she didn't really give us a lot of information, but Mm -hmm. she did give us a critical clue, which is she's preparing for a corporate interview. Uh So having said that, one thing that she actually can do is she can ask them. She can say, guys, what can I expect in the interview process so that I can better prepare myself? Right. But I'm going to make a big assumption and and assume that it's going to be an in-person interview Uh that she needs to prepare for. And if that's the case, she needs to prepare herself to be sitting across the room in front of a panel. So that panel might include the HR specialist, it might include the hiring manager, and maybe even somebody from the team Mm. just to assess her as well. But the type of questions that she needs to be preparing herself for is going to be competency-based questions. They are going to test her skill. They want to test whether or not who she says she is on her CV is actually who she is in real life. So they're going to ask her questions um, that test her skills, her mindset, her way of thinking, how does she process information, but they'll also be very industry specific. Mm. So she needs to make sure that she's aligned with her industry um, terminology, the language that they use as well. So when it comes to competency-based questions, she's looking at expecting questions like, um, if it is a, a, a high sales intensive space, what do you do to maintain your revenue month to month? Oh, right? I see. So very technical questions yep. specific to her industry. Yeah. And then they're going to throw in some situational and behavioral questions too. Now, these are to test her character because they want to see whether or not she's going to fit within the team culture. Right? Yeah. So they want to test her. What's her personality like? And they will ask her questions that are real life situations, maybe even hypothetical. But there'll be those questions that say, so tell us, how do you self-motivate? Especially when you're in an environment that doesn't motivate you. Mm. Right? Mm. How do you deal with stress? What do you do when you have a colleague that you don't agree with? So those are the type of questions that she can typically expect within the first interview of a corporate interview process. Now, how does one know that they are fully ready for an interview? Is it even be, is it even possible to be fully ready and fully prepared? Because you even said that you can ask for, um, you know, like a general scope of what it is that they're yes. going to ask. Is it possible to even be fully prepared for an interview? It's actually not possible mm. to be fully prepared. And that's simply because you cannot predict 100% what they're going to ask you. Yeah. Right? You can prepare yourself, like we mentioned, find even if you Google specific industry questions, specific questions for your role, that's fine. But remember that the point of you preparing for an interview, it's not to cram. We're not here to memorize answers. We're here to build muscle memory. And that means that you're going to build your instinct to answer questions on the spot. And that's why we practice. So communication experts world over will tell you that the way you boost your confidence and your communication skills is by seeing yourself speak and hearing yourself speak. So when I as a career coach say to you, I want you to practice answering questions in a mirror. 
Or I want you to record yourself and listen back to how you sound. It's no accident that I say that to you. Mm. Because that's the only way that you're going to gain that muscle memory and that um, confidence to answer questions even on the spot. Yeah. And what you're doing with that is you're also preparing yourself. You're preparing your strategy. What's my strategy when I answer questions? What am I going to do and say if they ask me a question, I have no clue what the answer is, mm. right? Mm. Because I don't want to look stupid. I want to make them see that I know how to hold myself in stressful situations as well. Yeah. So, um, no, you can't necessarily be completely prepared. But one, you need to uh, practice. Mm -hmm. And secondly, I want Sharon to make sure that she knows what they're looking for. And you know what? They've given her the blueprint already. Mm. And that's the job spec. So the job description or the job spec that she used to apply for that job is the same one that's going to tell her exactly what they're looking for. So she needs to make make sure that she's aligning her skill words, like the skills and the keywords on that job spec. So if they say, listen, we're looking for somebody who communicates well, you know that you're going to have to show that and represent mm. that. We're looking for somebody who's a critical thinker. Mm. You're going to need to demonstrate that in, in the interview. So because now you know exactly what they're looking for, you will know how to structure your answers. You'll even know how to use those skill words within your answer to almost trick them into believing yes. that, hey, this is the one. She's she's using our language. Yeah. She's talking like us already. Yeah. So there's alignment there. Yeah. So practice and know exactly what they're looking for is what I tell her. And what should Sharon not do? You know, because Sharon hasn't been in the interview space for five years, I'm not going to stress her with a long list of things not to do. <laughs> I really wanted to step into it confidently. So there's two things that I wanted to bear in mind. And number one is probably the most critical one is don't lie. Oh, I know yeah. that we, we get into the spaces. It's a high stress space. It's a high stress environment, right? But don't lie. Because one, if you get caught out in that lie, there's no coming back from it. Mm. It doesn't matter what you say to those people. You've lost credibility. You've lost all of that trust that you've built it up. It ruins it everything. It ruins everything, right? So don't lie. If they're asking you something and you have no clue, because I mentioned it's a competency-based interview, they're going to ask you technical questions, like a process, for instance. Mm. If you don't know what process they're talking about, actually say so. Say, you know what? I haven't come across that process within my experience do you mind elaborating but don't lie there is no need for that mm. okay and secondly what I wanted to do is don't pretend to be something that you're not or somebody that you're not yeah authenticity is the big sort of catchword now right now within corporate yes. spaces right yes they want people to be authentic they want to know exactly who you are so that they know where to place you you see, Sharon can go for this interview now that she's preparing for and show her authentic self. And they might even say to her, Sharon, you know what? This isn't a fit for you. Mm. We actually have another position that might fit you better. Ah, right? I see. And that's what they want because it's expensive to keep replacing people. That hiring process is expensive for them and they don't want to do that. So they'd rather have you placed in a position that you enjoy as well and stay there for at least the next 12 months, mm. the next three years, the next five years, instead of you being bored and leaving within six months. Mm. So be authentic. Don't be scared to show them exactly who you are. And that's what I want Sharon to focus on in this first round. Coach, there's a question that often gets asked during interviews. Why should we hire you? <laughs> and there are videos circulating on TikTok, on Instagram, people making fun of that question. Because the answer is, I need a job. I need a job. That's <laughs> why you should hire me. But how do you approach that question? I mean, how intimidating is that question, yeah. first of all? Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter how they even ask that question with a smile, with a tone, regardless of even where they ask it. 
the minute they say to you, why should we hire you? Hey. It, it's like a, a punch <laughs> in the gut. <laughs> it's like, but did I not just sell myself? Yes. Did I not just do that? So what I actually want Sharon to do is she needs to answer that question before they even ask it. Mm. And how she's going to do that is when they ask her the very first question. So in any industry, in any job, the first question they're going to ask you is tell us about yourself. Uh Now, what she's going to do when she answers that is she's going to give them a summary of her CV. It's not about her hobbies. It's not about what she does in her spare time. It's a summary of her professional experience, her experience, her education. And I tell my clients to add the value that they added in their jobs. And lastly, she's going to give them a summary of why they should hire her. Mm. So I found alignment within my core values and your core values as an organization, right? Wow. I, I realized that my skill set is perfectly aligned to do this job and be successful in this job because one, two, three, four. Remember we said you've got to use their language, yes, right? Yes. So the job description is going to tell you exactly what skills to highlight when you're mentioning this. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to do because the minute you o- already from the jump, you get through the door and you're telling them, this is who yep. I am. I'm the one you're looking for. And I'm also excited to actually be here. This is why you should hire me. It takes that question off the table. Right. Right. And so you never have to go difficult. through that awkward oh my answering gosh. that question again. <laughs> uh, coach, what kind of questions can she possibly ask the company at the end of the interview? Because they do give you an opportunity to ask questions. Yeah. So what I'll tell Sharon, and this is what I tell my clients as well, is we need to demystify the interview process. Mm. The biggest myth of interviews is that it's a one-way conversation. It's there. The company's going to put me on a pedestal. They're going to judge me. They're going to scrutinize me. And that's the purpose. But it's not. It's actually a two-way conversation. As much as they are there to judge you, you're there to judge them. Mm. It's your opportunity to also figure out whether or not they're the right company for you too. And the way that you do that, because guys, companies lie. Yeah. They lie all the time. Because remember that if they've got a high turnover, especially in a department, it means something's wrong, right? The environment is either toxic, maybe they don't pay enough, or, you know, the manager's just a really poor manager. So they are trying to attract good talent within that space. So they're going to woo you. And you'll realize that they're wooing you when they go on and on about their company. We're so amazing. This is our culture. This is who we are. Right. Within the interview process. So I wish people would just like sit on their nerves a little bit and listen to that. Mm. Because the minute they start talking like that, it means one, they already like you a lot. Mm -hmm. And two, they're trying to woo you to consider them as your choice because you actually have a choice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what Sharon needs to do in asking her questions is she needs to be really strategic in how she asks her questions because they're also not going to be completely honest. We mentioned. Mm. So you want to find out what's the team culture like. And to, to figure out what the team culture really is like, you can ask questions like, so tell me, what does my normal day-to-day look like? Mm-hmm. What tasks are you going to expect me to do in my normal day-to-day? Right. And that will tell you what the team culture is like. If she wants to have a better understanding of the growth opportunities within that company, that team. Right. Are they are you going to pay for my studies, for instance? Mm. Is the opportunity for me to get promotions within the space and quite quickly instead of asking it quite abrasively? Hey, do people get promoted in your team? Yeah. You can ask questions like what is your onboarding training process look like? Um, do you actually afford me study bursary so that I can further my education within your, your company? And what would that process be? And if she wants to know about the leadership style, because, you know, some of us don't like micromanagers, yeah, right? We yeah. cannot deal with micromanagers. <laughs> yes. Your manager is not going to tell you there that he's a micromanager, of right? In not. this yeah. interview. So what you're going to ask them is very clever, a very clever question. And I love this question. It's, hey, manager, tell me, what does a successful person in your team look like? Hmm. Because when they answer that, they're going to slip up 
And he's most likely going to tell, you know what, I love Ben. Ben in my team doesn't just clock out at half past four. He makes himself available until eight o'clock in the Uh evening. When I need him on the weekend, he's there. And that's a red flag Mm. for you, right? And you just nod and smile as he's answering Mm. you. But you in your head as Sharon, you're sitting there going, okay, so that's not for me. Because he's going to expect that same behavior that Ben gives him from you. So if you know that, okay, either I'm going to manage my manager, I'm going to go into this team knowing this is what the the leadership style is and I'm going to manage it accordingly, or you know it's a red flag and you step away. Mm. So the the time for questions, um, that's the purpose of you asking questions. You're trying to figure out if this company is for you. Mm-hmm. And remember, you don't have to wait until the end to ask questions. It's really nice when you ask questions in the interview process as well so that I you're see. forming a conversation. I see. Remember I said it's a two-way conversation? It's a two-way conversation. Yes. So ask them questions as you go. Coach, for someone right now that's like, I need this lady, I need her <laughs> to hold my hand because I'm about to go into this next level yeah. in my corporate, um, you know, corporate life. Where can they get a hold of you? So you do, and also do you offer one-on-one coaching sessions? Yes, I do. So I do offer one-on-one coaching sessions and we also offer group masterclass sessions, right? Nice. So they can find me on my Gmail right now. It's hellocoachcare.gmail.com. I'm also on TikTok at Quincy Mulope. I'm on LinkedIn at Quincy Mulope as well so I share a lot of stuff on there too and then our social media platforms are all at Hello Coach K Instagram Facebook um, and YouTube and quickly before I let you go uh, a word to people that are about to get into interviews etc maybe tomorrow next week just to deal with the nerves what would you say to them I would say practice. Practice. Practice is the only way that you're going to get over those nerves, mm. right? It's it's literally like when you climb and you ride a bicycle, you don't think about it. Yeah. And that's the only way that you're going to go through it. So if you also have people that you trust in your corner, whether it's your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your husband or your wife or a colleague, actually do mock interviews with them too. Mm. Practice um, hearing yourself answer questions out loud and having somebody say to you, um, no, that doesn't sound right. And that's exactly what I do in my one-on-ones. Yeah. I listen to you answer a question. I'm watching your body language. I'm listening to the words you use and I'm going, your negative phrasing. I need mm. you to change that to a positive phrase instead. So um, yeah, there's nothing for it but practicing. Practice, practice, <laughs> practice. That's Coach K and you can find her on all social media platforms. Uh, just Google Quincy uh, Molope and you will find her. She's really good. She does offer one-on-one coaching sessions, even masterclasses as well. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me and good luck to Sharon. I'm really rooting for her. I wanted to tell me how it went actually. So good can luck, she find Sharon. me and tell me how yes. it went? <laughs> good luck, Sharon. Radio 2000 Podcast.